Well, hello everyone. It's your favorite book boy Spencer here, back with another special minisode. Jess is unfortunately unable to record our planned episode of Not So Young Adults this week as she has unfortunately lost her voice prepping for her role as Elizabeth Holmes in a or in a in a in a local theater production of The Dropout. Uh, that's a mini series about that Theranos lady. She has a deep voice. That's the joke. Jess is actually just sick. Um, I was actually sick a few days ago, and then I gave it to her, but she happened to get sick when we were going to record, so I take that personally as a lack of dedication to this podcast, but you guys can decide for yourself. Uh, but I didn't want you guys to go a whole three weeks without your favorite book-related podcast podcast content, so I decided to do another solo episode. And don't worry, guys, I'm not even upset with you for my last solo episode being the least listened to episode of our podcast. Uh, Truly, I'm not. I'm not upset. Uh, My self-esteem was destroyed years ago, mostly by a group of teenage girls, mostly by a group of popular teenage girls who had happened to notice I had a bad haircut. But, um, well, that's a story for another time. Anyways, I now present to you my top five book club picks. That's right, you guys. I I assume most of you listening are currently in or would like to be in a book club. And why not? Book clubs are a fun way to discuss your favorite paper-bound companions with friends and family and people your friends and family know. But we all know there's that one big problem with book clubs. Some people just don't finish the book. And I know I want to judge them too. I do think they're lesser than us for not being as, you know, literate, but books are hard to read, and some people have families and responsibilities and uh, other adult terms that I've heard before, and they can't spend all their time thinking about or reading books. So I decided to come up with five books that are guaranteed to hook, guaranteed to hook even the most lit-phobic people in your life, and they are are sh- they are sure to make your book club a smashing success. Remember, remember Trump? That's a Trump impression. That's fun, isn't it? <sighs> but I've even paired each pick with a snack and an activity to further enhance the book club fun. I know, right? And they're not all alcohol, I swear. I mean, but you should just have alcohol at book clubs. It makes it more fun. Unless you're, you know, sober or whatever, just responsible in general. <sighs> This is hard without Jess. But anyways, so without further ado about nothing, here's my top five book club picks. Now, coming in at number five, we have The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This book follows the story of one Evelyn Hugo, who would have thought, an aging and reclusive Hollywood movie icon who's finally ready to tell the truth about her glamorous and scandalous life. But when she chooses an unknown magazine reporter named Monique Grant for the job, no one is more astonished than Monique herself. For those of you who have listened to our 2022 New Year's special, one, thank you. And second, you probably already know that this book was my pick from all the books I've read last year as the best for a book club. And for good reason. This book has everything you want for a book club. This book has everything you could want for a book club. It's easy to read, but still compelling. Uh, The plot is split into clear, you know, easy-to-digest sections, which is really nice. I know that helps me when I'm reading. feels like, you know, I'm 
getting somewhere. I don't feel overwhelmed by the length of the book. Uh, but the themes and topics of the book are also highly relevant and are sure to spur an interesting discussion. And, yep, there's just enough sex and scandal to keep everyone engaged to the very end. And enough mentions of breasts to get even the husband off the couch from... Even get, get the husband away from watching... And enough mentions of breasts to get even the... To get the husband away from the big game. <laughs> yep. I want to say more, but this book is best enjoyed knowing as little as possible going in. For a snack, I recommend The Seven Hummuses of Evelyn Hugo. That's right, it's a spread of seven different hummus flavors with a variety of pita chips, pretzels, and veggies that are sure to have something for everyone. You could also pair the food with a nice medium-bodied rosé or perhaps a Pinot Noir to get everyone loose enough to talk about the book's steamier moments. <laughs> yep, sex. For an activity, I could think of nothing better than a good old-fashioned game of French Kiss Mary Kill with all of Evelyn's seven husbands and perhaps a few other characters in the book. Uh, but you'll have to see to find out more about that. Seven, hu seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo, more like 700 hours of fun to have with your friends. It doesn't take that long to read. That's just seven. I don't know. Anyways, for those who want a more spooky, suspenseful book club experience, I can think of nothing better than the I can think of no better choice than House of Leaves by Mark Z. Adenaluski. While this which is this classic tale of a young family this is a classic tale of a young family moving into a new mysterious home. But they sent but they soon discover something is terribly wrong. Their house is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. <laughs> well, isn't that crazy? It's like Doctor Who. Like the TARDIS. You you know. Doctor Who's a show in England. But this this twist on a classic haunted house story is told in a rather odd manner, using unconventional page layouts, copious footnotes, and a variety of text colors and fonts. Everyone is sure to love it. The story's multiple narrators and nonlinear plot. This twist on a classic haunted house story is told in a rather odd manner using unconventional page layouts, copious footnotes, and various text colors and fonts that is sure to excite everyone in your book club. The story's multiple narrators and nonlinear plot will be sure to give you enough is, will be sure to give your group plenty to talk about as well. Though the book is categorized as a horror story, by the end you might just find that there's a whole lot more hidden beneath the surface. You know, like the like the house itself. It's like a thematic. Anyway, for a snack, I recommend a copious supply of coffee and cigarettes to keep everyone awake as you try to unravel this enigma machine-like puzzle of a book. As for an activity, I say bust out your best yarn and cork boards to set up a 70s detective-style map to keep track of all the book's cryptic clues because uh, you're going to need it. No, really, this is a... This is a, a notes-heavy book experience. I, yeah, you're going to need some pencils at the very least, I would say. Anyways, coming in at number three, Flowers in the Attic by V.C. Andrews. This delightful debut novel follows, 
This delightful debut novel follows the story of the four Dalton gang. Whoa. <clears throat> this delightful debut novel follows the story of the four Dollinganger siblings, a plucky group of kids who live in the attic of a lavish mansion. You'll have to read the book to find out how they ended up in that attic, but I can tell you that all of your book club will... But I can tell you that your book club will... Now, you'll have to read the book to find out exactly how they ended up in that attic, but I can tell you that your book club will absolutely adore reliving the 2020 lockdown as they read about the fun activities and antics those kids get up to to pass the time in their tiny, tiny home. But it's not all fun and games, as the children must also avoid angering their caretaker and grandmother, who could be a bit of a grump and a real stickler for the rules. For a snack, recreate the experience of the Dollinganger siblings with a display of stale Ritz crackers and cheese, a cold entree of your choosing, topped off with a powdered, topped off with powdered donuts for dessert. Just don't forget to say grace. <laughs> if you read the book, that's that's a really funny reference. If not, if not, that doesn't mean anything to you. As for an activity, this book cares, pairs as for an activity, this book pairs great with a classic game of which one of your siblings do you find most attractive and how does that affect your relationship with God? Or for the only children in the group, a uh, round or two of how long could you go without food before how long could you go without food before being willing to eat a live rat? <laughs> Both of these games will be sure to have everyone crying with laughter or deep trauma. <laughs> well, speaking of trauma and hunger, my number two pick is a non-fiction classic, The Indifferent Stars Above, by Daniel James Brown. This story is perfect for the history buff in your life, as it chronicles the tale of a, as it chronicles the real-life tale of a group of families known as the Donner Party and their adventures traveling from Illinois to California during the winter of. 1846 to 1847 told through the eyes of a young bride jane uh, told through the eyes of young bride sarah graves this book provides a fascinating insight into the life of a pioneer family traveling along the oregon trail you'll learn more than you ever thought you could or want to you'll learn more than you ever thought you could or want to about You'll learn more than you ever thought you could or want about covered wagons, oxen, and the surprising number of ways a human can die by the cold and different hands of nature. <laughs> by the time you're finished, you'll be shouting, Wow, there's cannibalism in them there hills. Wow, there's cannibalism. <clears throat> by the time you're finished, you'll be shouting, Wow, there's cannibalism in them there hills. Because there was. There, there really was. Just be sure to bring a just be sure to bring a blanket because this book is so engrossing you might just <laughs> you may just just be sure to bring just be sure to bring a blanket because this book is so engrossing you may just catch a secondhand cold or frostbite or pneumonia or diphtheria or cholera or dysentery or scurvy or malaria or typhoid or smallpox or influenza or, or measles. Or measles. 
As for a snack, really anything will do because this book will give you a whole new appreciation for food. Just don't bring yourself for a snack. Because <laughs> the cannibalism. As for an activity, I recommend the classic game of Empty Stare into the Middle Distance. It's easy to learn and, best of all, completely free to play. All you need is a blank wall and the solemn contemplation about nature's cruel indifference to the abortive sorrows and short-lived... Short... All you need is a blank wall and a solemn contemplation of nature's cruel indifference to the abortive sorrows and short-winded elations of men. And once that deep chill in your soul has thawed, you can fire up the old Macintosh for a classic game of Oregon Trail. Oh, wow. Finally, now coming into the number one pick, you guys, it, you probably guessed it. It's the classic. It's the classic book club pick. It's Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. Now, this sporting novel follows the adventures of a group of kids attending... Now, this sporting novel follows the adventures of a group of kids attending a, the prestigious attending the prestigious Enfield Tennis Academy. And not much else, really. Well, there is a side plot involving a rehab clinic. There, there is also one involving the mysterious history of the Incondensa family. Oh, and then there is a group of fringe anarchist Quebec nationalists plotting a geopolitical coup against the U.S. government using a team of wheelchair-bound assassins. And all of the plots are actually connected by a mysterious film called The Infinite Jest, which is, like, so entertaining that people will just watch it until they die of dehydration because they won't won't leave to, like, even eat or drink anything. Uh, oh, it's also probably important to know that... Oh. Oh, also, it's probably important to know. Also, it's probably important to know that all of this takes place in like a dystopian future where Mexico, the United States, and Canada have all been joined into a, a single superstate known as the Organization of North American Nations, or ONAN. Um, which actually, the interesting thing about that, it's actually a reference to uh, the character o Onan, and uh, from the Book of Genesis, who's uh, and actually in the book of Genesis, specifically the term onanism, which has become kind of a, a biblical euphemism for masturbation, likely as a nod to the self-obsessed pleasure-seeking culture of North America. Uh, but yeah, actually you don't really need to know any of that. No, and you actually don't really need to know, need, actually don't really need, actually don't really need to know any of that to enjoy the book. Oh, oh, and I, did, did I mention that the, oh, and, oh, and did, did it, <clears throat> Oh, and did I mention that the majority of the eastern coast in the book has been turned into an uninhabitable, uninhabitable toxic waste dump? That That is important, too. But other than that, this book is a delightful tale about tennis. Not a fan of tennis? Well, have no fear. With over 1,000 pages, including nearly 400 footnotes and over 20,000 unique words, many of them made up, this book is sure to have something for everyone. And don't just take my for it, Infinite Jest is right there in the title. And what could possibly be wrong with having an infinite amount of entertainment? Really, how could that possibly be bad? Entertainment is good, right? So more must be better, right? Right? Like entertainment forever, that's like, that's good, right? It's all about content, right? For a snack, feel like... For a snack, you want to. 
<clears throat> As for a snack, feel like you're playing tennis right alongside the boys by eating their favorite snack, a by eating their favorite snack, red skin nuts. Now, if you truly want to be authentic, pair those nuts with a handful of tenuate or any other pharmacy-grade amphetamine. Here I'd like to note that this is a work of irony and satire, so please consult your doctor before taking any kind of prescription drug. Please don't sue me. <clears throat> Here I would like to note that this is a work of irony and satire. Please do... Please consult your doctor before taking any kind of prescription drug. Please don't sue me. As for an activity, well... As for an activity, by the end of the... <clears throat> for an and by the time you're finished reading, you'll be dying to play a game of Eschaton. Eschaton. By the time you're finished reading, you'll be dying to play a game of Eschaton, the favorite game of the Enfield students. But don't worry, you don't need to be a tennis bro to play. All you'll need is 8 to 12 players, some tennis balls and rackets, old socks or rags, and an open field, or well, probably a paved space approximately the size of four contiguous tennis courts. Also, it would help if you had a background in calculus or at least a working knowledge of the mean value theorem for integrals. And ooh, you actually will need a, uh, a computer with a 40 megabyte hard drive or, or with 40 mega. Also, you will need a computer with at least 40 megabytes of RAM. That is important. And actually really does help when playing if you have like at least a grasp of the current geopolitical trends, especially in relation to like nuclear proliferation. But, in, but other than that, you know, Serves up. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry this was such a short episode. We will definitely be back. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you can spice up your book clubs with... I hope... Well, thank you all for listening. I hope this can help you spice up your book clubs in the new year. And if you want more book recommendations, you can message us on Instagram and Twitter at NSYAPod or send us an email at NSAPod at gmail.com. That's N-S-Y-A-P-O-D. Thank you, guys. Uh, sorry for a short episode. Um, we do want to get some content out to you. It's just unfortunate timing with illnesses. We will be back hopefully next week with our next episode in the Series of Fortune Vet series. But until then, so long, you guys. Happy reading. Oh, don't suck. Don't do it. Goodbye. Um, in case you didn't get the joke, those were all like bad picks for a book club if you want some real recommendations you can you can message us and i will give you some i actually have good ideas about what you should read well evelyn hugo is a real is actually a good book to read but other than that yeah the other ones probably aren't good but they are good books like read them but like don't tell people you're reading them because they're gonna think you're weird and you don't want that right do you <laughs>